All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rolling through. Pause of Friday. Man, we are getting closer to our goal. If it's a pause of Friday and you're feeling good, 10 bucks, 5 bucks, whatever, go to sports1440.ca. Uh, we're going to have the uh, celebration of life for Robin Brownlee. Uh, this Sunday and then the GoFundMe will, uh, close down. But man, we are getting closer all the time. Uh, we have, we have passed like what the minimum goal was, which is great. And, uh, we're getting pretty close to the, uh, total goal. So, uh, 10, 15 bucks, whatever, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you can afford would be awesome. Go to sports1440.ca. We, uh, truly appreciate that. Uh, also lots of texts coming in that the, the, the place was called dancing shoes as well. So maybe that might have been the early days and then. The gallery. So I always knew the listeners. Everybody's going to remember. Guys, I love when you guys go down memory lane talking about places. Reminds me of my youth. It's fantastic. Well, hey, you know what? It's true. Who doesn't like remembering when you had a little bit of fun earlier in your life? It's fantastic. It's uh, it's great. So uh, enjoy it. It is The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. But it's only regulated online gambling website. Now, you might have noticed lately there's been uh, some fraudulent apps. Be very careful. PlayAlberta.ca is the only regulated online gambling website in Alberta. Anything else that suggests that is false. So be uh, be careful out there right now. Let's get to uh, the spec report brought to you by Action Electrical. And hey, take action on your savings, baby. You only have about uh, well, just over a month because uh, by March, you're done. The $5,600 grant, $5, grants from the federal government, they end. So if you're you're on the fence and you're thinking about getting solar on your residence, you want to act now, go to actionelectrical.net as uh, Mark Spector joins us. Spec, uh, did you ever go to the gallery? In, um, by uh, Mayfield, the in, gallery. The gallery in Mayfield Inn? Oh, my God. Was it a bar? Yes, a bar. Well, trust me, it wasn't an art gallery. I wouldn't be asking you if you went there. 
Well, <laughs> never mind. I, I probably went there before it was a gallery. Was it called Dancing Shoes? Yes, yes, it was. Yes, okay. So there you go. Yeah. Nice. Oh, are you kidding? I was there. When you you kids are going to the gallery. I've already been there and out already. That's <laughs> shoes, pal. <laughs> uh, awesome. I, I never even heard of that place before, <laughs> so I like it. Uh, nice. Um, yeah. uh, the, it was da- was dancing shoes. Like, how would you rate dancing shoes out of a one to ten? Oh, it was a great great bar. Uh, it was like you had Esmeralda's was the country bar. Yeah. Right. And then I guess Cook County was probably going back then, too. I wasn't much of a country bar guy, but uh, uh, Dance and Shoes was a bar where you, it wasn't country. It was just a, you know, whatever top 40 bar. I don't know. It wasn't a disco, but that's the kind of music they played. Lots of fun. Met girls. All your buddies would go. Went there after games. Had tons of fun at Dance and Shoes. Man, I was a West End kid, so uh-huh. wasn't that far from home. Yeah. We were kids. Oh boy! Oh, good times. <laughs> did you ever venture to Southside? Yeah, did you ever go to Southside Rocks, Spec? No, no. Southside Rocks. Yeah, it was a, no, it was a small one on uh, Calgary Trail. I remember going there once, and I was like, "I'm never going here." I was in there for five minutes, and there was like four fights. I'm like, "All right, I think I'm good." So, like, yeah, you know, like I never got into the fights. It didn't bother me, but. We used to go to a bar way down there called the Highwayman once in a while. Oh. Remember the Highwayman? Yes. I know. Yeah, it was like, uh, went down there to see Long John Baldry one time. My buddy's, <laughs> my buddy's sister, we were like 16, and my buddy's sister had this friend. Her name was Pinky. So Pinky says, come sit in my section, and, and we went off for ID. So we went all the way down to the Highwayman to see Long John Baldry, and she was serving those buckets full of six beers. Back then, I don't know what they cost, almost nothing back then. Yeah. And uh, saw Long John Baldry, had a bunch of fun, looked around at all the big, surly-looking guys in there and thought, I better just keep my mouth shut in this place, man. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. You got to know your surroundings, right? Know your strengths at certain times, for sure. Um, uh, the Edmonton Order spec. It was interesting uh, listening to their head coach uh, last night. Uh, you know what? I think we're playing just well enough to win right now, but we are playing very good defensively. So then I got to elaborate on that, and he just he feels that it's funny spec. It's like role reversal. Now the coach for the first time ever is like, I really don't like how we're just giving away the puck in the offensive zone, and we're taking a little bit too risky plays. Yeah. And so you know what? It, it's it's a good problem to have because it's probably very fixable. But that's more on their forwards. He's saying, Hey, stop with the pretty stuff. Let's just keep going and then not make the pretty plays, not not say never make the pretty plays, but not make the risky plays. So I'm curious if we'll see a little bit of a difference offensively against Nashville. They could play, you know, I think we always see this. When it, any area of hockey that doesn't work, the fallback plan is always simplify your game, right? Simplify your game. The Oilers are guilty of overpassing a ton. And they always want to score a goal that looks like the 72 Russians are scoring it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they could for sure simplify it. Leon Dreisaitl, one of the very best passers in the game, he's handing pucks away last night, left, right, and center. I mean, he's he's too good a passer to land all those passes on the other team's tape, right? There's no there's no excuse for that. He He, he needs to either shoot it, eat it, or dump it. But he's he's trying passes that even he has no chance of making. So they could simplify in the offensive zone, Jason. There's no doubt. I'm sure it drives the coach crazy because a better team would shove some of those chances you know where. It'd be an eminence net, right? Yeah. 15 games in, 
where does this end, Spec? Where does the madness end? How many wins do you think the Oilers will get in a row? <laughs> I'm a little concerned about tomorrow's game, to be honest. Um, you know, the Oilers and afternoon games have always been a little bit like oil and water, right? Since forever. Uh, and I, I would say this too, guys. This is one of those games. You know what your house is like, you know, the 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 day before you're going on a trip to Mexico with the whole family? everyone's packing and the kids are excited and mom's bringing home new bathing suits and no one sleeps too well. And Oh boy, what a great time. Well, that's what everybody's house is like right now. Cause all these guys are going somewhere on Sunday, maybe even Saturday night for all I know. So there's a lot of distractions. This they're going to really have to focus down here. There's a lot of, there's no morning skate, right? No morning yeah. skate. So I, I'm a little concerned. I think, if you're ever going to lose focus, this, there's a lot of opportunities to lose your focus on Saturday. Yeah, no, it's fair. Um, I, I do wonder, Nashville kind of gave it to the Oilers pretty good in an afternoon game in early November. I know it's a long time ago, but you know the Oilers had owned the Preds up until that point. They went, I think, 10-0-1, and Leon Dreisaitl was beating them almost himself uh, with you know, the amount of goals he was scoring. So, you know, I'll say one thing about the Oilers spec, like, now, granted, we can say it's inferior competition at times, but they've been able to find ways to win and turn their game up when they need to. And, like, yep. I, you know, I think Corey Perry coming in, like, I know the players say they're not talking about the streak. I'm not sure 100% believe that. Um, you know, especially this, hey, they want to finish January strong. That, that, it maybe won't be the streak, but the, the motto will be, let's finish January. We want to finish this homestand strong. Send out on a break. Everybody's happier on a break on a win, especially if it's 16 wins in a row. And, um, you know, but the thing about the Preds is, like, it's curious. We, we heard earlier from uh, Willie Donich, it might not be UC Saros. He started the last six games. But uh, it was actually Kevin Lankinen who beat the orders the last time, right? And, and the orders have kind of lit up UC Saro significantly. So we might see Lankinen in the afternoon yep. game tomorrow. Yeah, they chased him, I think, in uh, in Nashville earlier this year. It was yes. like their third game of the year when they won. And remember, they won that game like by a whole bunch. And we said, okay, the orders are back. They're <laughs> yeah. going to be fine now. Yeah. <laughs> what do we know? Uh, it could be, could be Lankinen. And, you know, you're right. Like, the, the, you know, a coach's job and a player's job, they try to compartmentalize, right? Uh, get rid of the outside noise. Who Don't talk about a streak. Don't talk about the last games. Don't talk about the next games. Focus down on the one, you know, one game, one period, one shift. So that's, it's just some games are harder to do that in than others. That's all. So, yeah, you know what? If you're a mentally strong team, you overcome all that stuff. I think the orders have shown they have pretty good abilities in that side. So let's see what happens. I think, you know, come on, you win 15 in a row. Um, you know, I'm not hope. I hope at last. I would love to see this thing go to Vegas for the big showdown when they get out of this break. I think that would be a ton of fun. A Tuesday night in Vegas, the Stanley Cup oh, champs yes. against the orders, the streak on the line. Come on. Like, I hope the hockey gods give us that. Yes. Uh, I'd be happy to. And if it ends there, it ends there, man. But I'd sure like to see that game get played, wouldn't you? Oh, it, well, you, you, the great part about it, you win that game. Then they got Anaheim for game 18, right? And uh, LA on game 19. And so, you, you know, does the coach say, okay, we're going to run 
Skinner here against the Ducks just because we want the record, right? And then we get Pickard the LA, which might not be the worst thing, but you know, then you got some other storylines. But you're right. Did you just get the 17 win or lose? It's a really good one. Now, obviously, Oilers fans would be devastated if they lost their 17th game. Plus, it's in Vegas. But I think that would be much more of an intense game because of what's on the line, right? It's the defending champs, so the Oilers don't like them anyway because they. They took out their playoff dream last year. Now you throw in, and you know Vegas is like, all right, we knocked them out of the playoffs. Now let's knock them out of a, an ability to win the streak. Like, yeah, it would be a great game yep. in February for sure. Yeah, and Edmonton's, what are they today, five points behind Vegas? Oh, yeah, with games so in that hand. that matters too, mm-hmm. right, with four games in hand. So that matters too. That's going to be an important game no matter how you slice it. But it would have a lot of extra juice if that thing was on the line and, and I'm with you, like don't tell me going into that game. If you're the Oilers, Oh, I haven't even checked on the streak or I didn't even know what the streak was. <laughs> oh, feed me all that garbage. You're going in to set a national hockey league, all time record. You know what's going on. Don't tell me you don't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, spec this is coming down from uh, Mike Russo. Zach Parise mm. is coming back to the NHL. Really? With the Colorado avalanche. Wow. 20 goal score last year. Well, how many goals? He had 20 last year? Yeah, with the Islanders. Okay, what's he been doing? It was in a UFA. Wasn't, uh, it wasn't signed. And so obviously he's been skating, right? It's, uh, it's, it's basically that's Colorado's edition of, of Corey Perry, essentially, right? Cause Corey Perry yeah. became a free yeah, agent a free after his, com- his contract terminated. And Parise actually had 21 goals last year. I don't want to sell him short. He had 21 goals, uh, last season. Yeah. So, uh, well, hey, he might, uh, he might still have something left, right? Uh, in Colorado, they got rid of, uh, Tatar cause it wasn't working. And basically you're now going to replace him with Parise. Well, that's right. They lost uh, uh, Nikushkin here too, so yeah, yeah. they could use a little firepower. Be interesting to see what pair, what uh, he has left. Parise, like it's hard to jump on the moving train, right? It's hard to join the season. You know, even Corey Perry played most of the season and then lost some time, but I think he'll be fine. And he's a slower player to start with. Uh, it's hard to join halfway, but Parise is a good player. I don't think he can hurt him. It doesn't strike fear into my heart or anything like that, but he's a free player. I could see why they take him. Yeah. No, hey, why not, right? Like, what's what's the risk, right? I don't think there's going to be much risk for him at this point. Uh, Speck, uh, enjoy the matinee affair tomorrow. Uh, I won't be there. My yeah, son, yeah, my son's in his first uh, track and field race tomorrow, so uh, it happens to go at 2 o'clock, so I'll be, uh, I'll be awesome. watching what, that. Uh, what's his event? Uh, it's, they're, they're doing the, well, it's a 4 by uh, 200, so... Um, that's four by two, okay. Four by two, so it uh, should be uh, should be loads of fun, man. I ran track, I love it. So down at the Butter Dome, good little track. So I'll be uh, I'll be watching oh, that intently. Great. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Uh, good luck. To, good luck with the P test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's very. Uh, <laughs> uh, I definitely won't. I definitely won't give them yours. That's for sure. So uh, we'll see. Spec, have a good one. We will uh, chat with you on Monday. There you go. That's uh, Mark Spector in the Spec Report. Brought to you by Action Electrical. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. We got uh, Wanye's World. Uh, lots of text to get to. Oh, man, you guys are doing a great job on reliving places that you'd like to come back. We talked about food, but then we kind of change it into places you want back. And use some beauties, man. Like these are legendary places in Edmonton. We'll talk about that and more on the Gregor Show. Presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Live on 1440 and Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. 
530, uh, also a move for the Edmonton Orders. Uh, not surprising, but uh, Phil Kemp has been uh, reassigned down to uh, Bakersfield. So the Orders can accrue cap space with him gone. Plus, he can get into some games because uh, they're still playing games while the NHL team goes on a bye week. But uh, every day that he's not on the roster, that's about uh, $4,000 you accrue in cap space. And then when you get to the deadline, that uh, becomes much more. So... Um, that's why you do it. It makes a lot of sense. The orders obviously uh, know they're healthy. Uh, they've got their six defensemen ready to play tomorrow, so he wasn't going to play either way. And, you know, I guess worst case scenario, if somebody got sick, they played 13 and 5, but whatever. I don't think they're going to do that. So uh, it's an afternoon game. I'm sure everybody's fine. And then uh, when they come back on the road, you know what? If they want to they wanna pull up a defenseman, they can for the Vegas game, or they could just wait because, you know, Anaheim and, and uh, L.A. are pretty close to Bakersfield. Right, so uh, either way, and they can just keep accruing space for a few days if they need a guy. That's probably the best place for them to be on the road in Anaheim. So uh, that's the news for uh, Phil Kemp and the orders. Uh, lots and lots of texts eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. We uh, hey boys, they should bring back uh, Purple Onion Power oh. Hour. Oh. That was uh, that was quite the place. I remember going to Purple Onion once when I just turned eighteen, and you want to talk about fights in a bar? Oh man, yeah. it was on. The bouncers there were like MMA fighters; they were ready for action. I still remember it. Uh, um, I saw two women get in a fight on the dance floor at Purple Onion, and no one like I've never seen women throw down like that before. I was just like. Like they both would have beat the living tar out of me. Like they were throwing like from their ankles, just coming haymakers. Just like, were they oh. playing thunderstruck? Because it was oh midnight. Because that's a classic and, purple onion and, moment. And like I'd only been a purple onion a few times because it just wasn't really my scene. But you're just like, oh my god, yeah. Like some people like this. There are certain places like Malone's had lots of fights. Where was that? Uh, Malone's was um, on seventy uh, fifth and seventy uh, fifth. Right uh, on the south side, so there is a the the stripper bar was on the back side, and the Malone's was on the front side. Okay, yeah, uh, it was it called Rusty's. I don't even I don't remember the name of the like uh, across from the Argyle Casino. Yeah, no, same side as the Argyle Casino is now. Okay. Oh no, no, across from it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because on seventy fifth, it was on. So if I'm heading north, yeah, on uh, on seventy fifth Street, it's on your right hand. Okay, side. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I think it was called Rusty's Malone's. I can't remember. Oh yeah, Malone's man. Like there was Malone's. There was, um, there was the uh, the there was like the Coors Light Pub on Ninety Seventh Street, a small the Silver Bullet, named after Coors Light. No, it was called the Silver oh. Bullet. But then Coors Light obviously sponsored. Right, it was right. called the Silver Bullet. And when I was working in the oil field, some guys I they were like, yeah, I mean, I never even heard of this place. And they're like, oh yeah, we like it. we fight there all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, you guys have fun. Like that was just, <laughs> you know, I've been in a few tills. It was never my thing though. Like, cause you'd see some guys, like they'd literally go to certain places knowing they're going to get a scrap. And I was just like, what the idiot? Like in Malone's, people would all leave the bar and watch and right be like big circle and people would square off. So one time and the staff, they go out there. Me and my buddy were sitting at the bar. I just leaned over and filled our pictures up because there was no one in the bar. Because everyone was outside watching fights? Yeah. It's just a different time. This is before we had cell phones. It was a very different time. I wasn't, you know, we're being a little bit more civilized right now. Uh, a little bit more civilized. Hey, guys, Gusto's in St. Albert was unbelievable. Amazing burgers and Donaires. Blair from uh, Alcumdale. Oh, hey, Donaires, man. Are you kidding me? There's a few places that uh, that had great Donaires over time. You ever go to Mort's in Calgary? 
Or Red Deer Alley? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can remember $9 triple pony jugs, and you could play a VLT while beside the dance floor dancing. <laughs> like, that was peak society. Well, they, well, they had the two big bars in Red Deer, right? There is, there is Mort's, and uh, someone's going to tell me the name of the other one. Um I went there a few times. I can't remember. But, but Mort's like, lay the VLTs right beside the dance floor. Uh, like, it was genius design. Uh, that guy's uh, jugs a highball at Boca's Boca's and Bomeris Mall for oh. all of our Northsiders. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. Northside had some places, though. They, that's where Orlando's came out of. Oh, yes. Like, Orlando's was no joke back in the day. I can remember being invited to go to Orlando's on the Northside by a lady and saying no because I didn't think I had what it took to conduct myself in the north end of town like that. Hey guys, uh, wasn't the other one Billy Bob's? Yes, I think it was. John, not a boy, John. There you go. Billy Bob's. Oh, oh, oh. Man. Well, there's so many places way back, and I'm sure like our younger listeners are driving like, what are you talking about, dollar highballs? No, no, no. Like, there used to be 25-cent draft. Like, it was a different world. Like you could actually, that's why you can afford to go out and, and have some fun, because it was affordable, like 20 bucks. The, you know, you go to King's Horse. Hey, Goose Loonies. Oh, man, who didn't like Goose Loonies? Are you kidding me? I saw a Def Leppard there. At Goose Loonies? Yeah. Did it have a secret 20,000-seat arena in the back I didn't know about? Remember when Molson Canadian had the uh, had that contest? Um, and it was like a, um, you know, you have to win tickets to it, and it was like a private band? And so my buddy Greg, when we were at the Iron, at the King's Horse, he won it because he knew the waitress. And so when she drew the name, she just, like, looked and drew Greg's name. Nice. And so he went with me, or he took me. And uh, so you get there, and it was all filled. It was and, secret, right? You didn't yeah, know who it was going to be. Yeah, it was. It was. I can't remember the name of what it was. somebody out there will know, but most they put it on, and it was like a secret, so you don't know. So you had to get the bus, and everybody's in the bus, and they drove you around the bus for like forty five minutes. Like, where the hell are we going? Just disorienting you? Yeah. Well, but you're in the like your your eyes are open, and there was like oh. beer all over. They were just I, made made to make it more fun. And then when you walk in, it was all free booze. What? Yeah. And so of course, Kusunis and Thunderdome was two levels. Yeah. So everybody's packed in the bottom well me and i like def leppard but i love them but still it was a pretty cool venue but we sat up top and you could just look right down on them right from the second level and we were up there and there was like hardly anybody up there everybody was jammed like sardines down below and we were up there didn't have to wait in line to get drinks we had a party up there was filling your own pitcher again uh no 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 there was staff but it was free so i didn't care and um god that was fun so that was a good place rock central station See, I've heard of these places, but yeah. like mythical. Yeah, Rock Central Station was a guy. I grew up with two, two guys that were older than me, Jimmy Finland and Dave Boonstra were their names. And uh, um, you know, Dave was a – Dave could uh, – he could throw them. And I, they're like – so we used to go to like – and they're like, Gregor, you're coming to our place this time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, where are we going? And they're like, yeah, we'll go downtown. It was right by Pinkies. I'd never even been there before. Like it was my first time, I think, downtown Edmonton. Because usually if we went to the bars, we all went to the south side, right? Why the hell would I go all the way downtown? You're in the big city. Yeah, but those guys liked uh, more of the heavy metal music, and so we went to Rock Central Station, and dude, that place is no joke. Like, where was that? It was right on, um, was, did you ever know where Pinky's was? Right no. in Kingsway. Oh, like a building that got torn down kind of on the edge of Kingsway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was. I remember you going downstairs, you're like a dungeon. This place was dark. Like the doorman looked like they wanted to throttle you. Right, and so everybody else had long hair, and here's old Grayer coming in like his short hair, so long hair like today. Yeah, yeah, pretty long. Yeah, a little bit longer than it is today, but you're right, definitely stands out. 
And I just remember, you know, you know how back in the day you'd get to a bar, you want to do a lap, right? Got to do a lap. See who's in here. Like, got to check out the scene. And man, you're just getting eye blanked by like every third guy just looking at you, just like okay. And I'm just like, oh my, we're sitting there having a beer, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm waiting. And I don't want to tell these guys I don't want to be here because it's their place, and they always go around after they're like, hey Greg, do you want to get out of here? I'm like. Yeah. Oh, sure. Where do you guys want to go? Like as fast as I could sprint up those stairs and uh, never been there again. So it was a tougher crowd. Right? Just a tougher crowd. Gregor, can I ask you a question? I'm looking at this concert. It was the Blind Date by Molson. I think so. Yeah. September 1996. Yes. Is it true that some of the people there were so upset that it was Def Leppard? They threw bottles? No. No, okay. This uh, is a review from the yeah, Sun saying yeah. the lead singer threatened to call the police and people left. No, no, oh, not the case. Okay, no, probably dude. you up top. Listen, dude, <laughs> like, are you kidding? Like that? Like Def Leppard had some pretty good songs. You got to respect the fact you're at a blind concert like that dude, too. Yes, blind day. Now, when we got there, somebody had figured out who it was because they looked at the drum kit and, of course, the one arm drummer. He had one arm. Yeah. And so they're like, people like, because I'm not the music guy, but I remember being like, yeah, it's going to be Def Leppard. I'm like, what? How do you know? Well, the drum kid, and he's explaining it to me, and I was like, yeah, he has one arm. And I'm like, he's a one-armed drummer? Oh. He's that good? Like, I'm, I yeah. can even think of the drumming in Def Leppard. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, Club Limelight downtown all had a satellite place in Morinville where they uh, bust us between. That's smart. Hold on. A bar had two locations and they drove the customers back and forth. (laughs) That's genius, actually, when you think about it. Buddy, like we, you think about our social scene. Like we got a, that's, that's a genius. That's smart. It is a whole new scene when you get to the other bar. 100%. That's genius. Like think about it when Malibu had their three locations. That's what they should have done. You had the South Side Malibu, right? Then you had the morgue, right? Of course, everyone, everyone's dying to go there. And then they had uh, Malibu and West Ed. You should have just had a, you could get a, you know what? You start at one, and then if you want to go to one or the other one, here's a, guess what? You can jump on a shuttle. The shuttle leaves, like maybe only twice, but it would shuttle you because then people, because you know how it is, you want to check out the different You got to see the scene. Be unbelievable. That would be great. Remember that, Connor, that you uh, you got this show off the rails by asking us if we wanted the McRib to come back. Yeah, yeah We're talking true. about nightclubs that haven't been yeah. in business for 40 years. Hey, guys, some people were upset because Def Leppard was already in town for a concert. Well, there you go. Well, you can't fly Def Leppard in a band that big just yeah. to do a show at Ezzy. Or but, a- but still, it's a private show, man. Like, the it was unreal. Like, you're right there. There was only, I, I think if I recall, like 400 people. It was all free. So, to me, to complain about a free show with one of the biggest bands, and it's a free show and free alcohol, to me, you're a little bit. Self-absorbed. Where did society turn left, Gregor? You had yeah. free buffets. I know. What, booze was cheap. Def Leppard on it's tap. Unbelievable. It's crazy, man. Hey, guys, what happened to all these bars? I thought they made a lot of money from Sean. Well, some did, Sean, over time. But eventually, they made a lot of money. And uh, talking to people in the bar industry, some of them lost a lot of money. There, uh, there can be some shady people working at your place. Come on, Sean. You're an 80s bar owner. You need three Cadillac convertibles. You need about 10 fur coats. They're not going to pay for themselves. You got a ball if you're an 80s bar owner. Uh, it is... Uh, God, there's lots of fun, man. Like, I look back on my life, I'd never have any regrets of oh. that time. Like, I wouldn't want to do it again now, and I hope young people, like, like, is there a really good dance place right now in Edmonton? 
Like the, where you can go, like you go to Goose Looney's and man, they had a huge dance floor. You cut a rug. Like Barry T's used to have the big dance floor. You cut a rug. It was fun. Like, is there a place now? Like on the rocks has a pretty big dance floor. Do you remember Cowboys back in the day? You'd oh, be like, it'd be, it'd be rap and pop and like top 40. And then it would just flip and everyone's line dancing. Oh, and yeah. everybody in the bar knew how to electric slide and that would flip back. And suddenly you're back to like Venga yeah. boys and aqua. It hey, made no sense. You, you, you had, you had to be a diverse. Musical interest back. You had to then. know everything. Yeah. Now, not everybody. I do remember, like, some people would do the uh, the electric slide and the other ones. Cadillac like, Ranch. Cadillac we learned that in gym instead uh, of learning math. God. So good. Uh, hey, guys, now all the bars have video games. Yeah, like, think about that. You play, you don't even converse with each other. Brutal. You're missing out, kids. You're missing out. Put your phone down. Walk into the bar and tell yourself, I'm not checking my phone. Leave it in your car and have to actually interact with someone else. But if the video game's a VLT and you're a Mortz and you've had four pony jugs of Ryan Coke and you know the bells are about to come on the slot machine, play that game. Hey, boys, those Molson events were awesome. I went to one in Toronto with Stone Temple Pilots, free air for an hotel, and all the free beer from Morris. Wow. Yeah, yeah think about that. Are you kidding me? Like, you're a young guy, young girl. You would have tri- This would be amazing. Yeah, because I know some people, for def- they, they all weren't just from Edmonton. Some people won from out of town. They got flown in or whatever, driven in, however it was. So, that ah, was a good time, man. Hey, Greg, did you ever go to Rum Jungle? You know what? Oh, I did not. Come on. That's not even an old bar in my mind, even though it shut 30 years ago. I never went. It didn't shut 30 years ago, but I never went to Rum Jungle. Rum Jungle was the best. The It was an old movie theater. And so when they first brought it out, there was like a stage at front. Do you ever go to Coco Bongo's in Cancun? Uh, they have like a yes. Spider-Man, yeah, a Green yeah, Goblin, yeah. and they did all sorts of aerials. Yeah. For the first however long of Rem Jungle, before the Air Force stepped in or whatever, there was people swinging around on swings. There was a huge stage. I saw Mini Kiss. Yes, it was midgets performing Kiss at Rem Jungle. <laughs> One of the greatest nights of my life. Ah. Mini Kiss. Oh, that was awesome. Rem Jungle. No, I never went to. Because there was quite a few of the bars in West Ed for a while. Yeah, on Bourbon Street. Yeah. But no, I, you know what? I never went to Rum Jungle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How you can take, like, Nashville's and turn it into a sport check, to me, is like a crime against humanity. Uh, the fun we had at Nashville's versus the fun you can have at a sport check. Are you sure Nashville's a sport check? Yep. Really? Yep. Huh. So I always thought the Nashville entrance was uh, right down from the Bourbon Street entrance, underground. No, it was on the top floor. I know this because there was two halves Maybe of Nashville. Maybe locations then. I remember a guy, we were in the quiet part of Nashville's, he ran out, jumped in the water in the mall, came back up, ran back into Nashville's. Under five minutes, he was right back in front of us, dripping wet. Hmm. Unbelievable feats of strength. All right, well, because I'll have to, my friend Shan, she used to run that place, and I remember her, that's the door she let us in, and was right down from Bourbon Street. On the main floor? Yes. Must have been the secret Outside. entrance. Yeah. Like a, no, no, that was where there was a big lineup. It was all outside. Yeah, Nashville's. I think you're thinking of a different bar. Well, maybe you could be right. That's what I'm saying. I got to ask oh, what I the see. name was. So, uh, we'll get back to uh, sports talk uh, on uh, some. Hey, the orders have won 15 in a row. What else do you want to talk? We're celebrating. About? Hey, the orders have won 15 in a row. We should dissect the fact that you know what they didn't really have a strong second period last night. Are you joking? <laughs> they won 15 in a row. It's Pause of Friday. You can't get that upset. Are you kidding me? The big key is tomorrow against Nashville. Corey Perry will make his debut. He's going to play with Ryan McLeod and Dylan Holloway. Stuart Skinner will be in goal. But we don't know who he's facing. It might be Lankanen. It might be UC Saros. Now, Saros has started the last six games for Nashville. They like to run that guy a lot, so he could easily start seven in a row. But remember, Kevin Lankanen defeated the orders in November, 5-2. to two. So what will they do? And uh, Leon Dreisaitl, is he scoring a goal tomorrow? The odds would say it's pretty good. Based on the last few games. So we'll get to that. Wanya's World of More when we return. The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 550. Uh, let's get to the ski report. Brought to you by Snow Valley. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. This is your ski report for Friday, January 26th. Brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. The first weekend of skiing and riding on Marmot Basin's new knob quad chair will be the highlight this weekend. New lines that have never been lift accessible before are getting rave reviews after their first two days in operation. In the last day, Marmot has seen a trace amount of snow and 20 centimeters in the last 10 days. Down in Banff, park rats can rejoice as Lake Louise is unveiling its fourth and largest terrain park this weekend. The addition of 12 large to extra large jumps and rails will bring the total number of features at Louise's parks to 52. Louise has seen one centimeter in the last 24 hours and seven centimeters in the last week. At Sunshine Village, they've had one centimeter in the last day and four in the last week. No new snow in the last week at Norquay and Nakiska. Kicking Horse has seen 13 centimeters in the last week, while Revelstoke has received six in the last two days and 45 in the last seven days. Castle Mountain has had nine centimeters in the last three days. Fernie, 10 in the last 24 hours. Panorama, two in the last seven days. And Kimberly, three in the last two days. Nordic trails in and around Edmonton are improving with fresh snow and mild temperatures. There's an Alberta Cup race at Gold Bar Park this Saturday and Sunday, which will reduce public cross-country skiing in the area. But there are still plenty of other options to choose from. Check out the Ski Yeg app for the most up-to-date cross-country info in and around the Edmonton area. Downhill skiing and snowboarding is also in full swing throughout the city as the local hills are wide open with great coverage. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. 
Love the snow. Oh, man. We got so many. I can't even get through them all, but uh, there's so many awesome ones uh, coming in. Uh, do you remember Fast Eddie's, of course, was a uh, kitty corner on the uh, on the opposite side of Malone's, right? The other side. And then so they closed it and then they reopened it as faster Fast Eddie's. <laughs> <laughs> and then unfortunately got blown up. By the bikers who ran oh, Rusty's. Too yeah, fast. That's, that's not even a joke. That's too fast. Yeah, yeah, they were going too fast. Going too fast. Gotta but, slow down. But honestly, of all the faster, fast Eddie's, still classic. Classic. Hey, guys, my uh, wife was a bartender at the Fort Road Greenhouse from Pickle Man, Neil. Oh, my goodness. She must have some stories from that place. Whew. Now, the greenhouse, did it turn into Boca? I think it might have. I could be wrong, but I thought it did. Maybe This should be a radio show, just talking about old nightclubs oh, in Edmonton. Oh, my God, we should. We might have to do a whole show about it once in the summertime. Are you kidding me? It'd be great. Wanya, well, what's your score prediction tomorrow? 12-1. Be real. 6-1. All right, 6-1. They did win 6-2 earlier, so there's a chance. I think the orders are going to win 16, boys and girls. Be safe. Have fun. Please don't drink and drive. Get home safe. Here's the uh, con man in a sports 1440 update. And, hey, if you do have a late night, you know what? Get a Douglas mattress. They are number one in Canada, most loved by Canadians. Also, you can get a special order, but go to Douglas slash Douglas.ca slash Orders Nation. Get the promo code. Good night. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.